Let me ask you something. As a type 2 diabetic, are you getting frustrated? Do you feel like all alone, like isolated? Or maybe, are you putting on a little bit of weight? Well, if you are, in today's episode, I'm going to show you how to spin that monkey round. So let's get right into it. Hi. My name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream as together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families. And the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world world forever. So if no one's ever told you, let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live in the life that you've always wanted, that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms, and don't ever let anyone take that from you. Now, if you ask someone stuck in the past, they tell you what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day, all because we chose life over type 2, and these are our stories. Now, on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure, or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives, in the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that I have. So if you haven't already, go ahead and like, subscribe, share this information, and let's get on with the show. Hey, it's Davis. Are you a type 2 diabetic? Have you ever gone from like diet to diet, you know, with like these different ups and downs, and in the end, you just wanted the freedom to be yourself, right? Or maybe you're like me, where you've, you know, gone online, and you watch all these other people like Facebook groups or on the internet or whatever, completely turn a page, turn their lives around, and you're like wondering, like, Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from like the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type 2 diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever. And I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut. And you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. What's up? It's D. So you know what? Let's get right into it. And before we do, just like always, know right now that look, whether you're swinging for the fences for yourself, the people that you love, or even the people that love you, know right now that you are absolutely not alone, that my heart is with you, and as long as I'm alive, that you absolutely have someone in your corner, you know, rooting for you, that you are absolutely not alone. And that you have every single thing within you that it takes to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms. And don't ever let anyone ever take that from you. So let's get right into it. So um, it's kind of funny because um, uh, a couple of steps back, right? So if you listen to the like, like, like the last episode, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not on social media right now and all this other stuff. And so, yeah, let's get right into it. And I think you probably could pick up on the fact that there's just a lot going on. And I think that's all of us. 
right? Um, you know, I'm, I'm no, I'm no one special. I'm, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a dad. I, you know, I, I work, I, you know, and on top of that, I'm chasing this passion where I'm essentially just trying to help save as many lives and help save as many families that deal and struggle with the same medical condition that I have, which is type two diabetes. Right. And inside of that, because of everything that's going on with work and all these new opportunities and all this other stuff, I'm chasing like a million balls. And let me be honest with you, I'm putting on weight. And the crazy thing about it is, is like, I'm not even any, eating any horse crap. To be totally honest, I kind of wish I was eating horse crap. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not getting, oh, I wasn't, I should say. I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to turn this monkey around. Because as a type 2 diabetic, there's all these different problems that a lot of people will probably never really talk about. And it's hard because even if they do talk about it, a lot of them don't necessarily give us the voice that we deserve because they've never really been in our shoes, right? Not that these people mean bad at all. I'm actually, I support everybody trying to help us. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, it's, 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 it's all about is how many resources can we give and help one another with, right? In the same breath, um, you know, there's just these goofy challenges that we go through and, this is a perfect example. So let me share with you a couple of them now. So if you're gaining weight, you feel isolated, um, you know, or if you're frustrated, that's to be totally honest, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And what I want to share with you is um, not only how things like this have actually kind of happened in the future, but the way that I, the different things that I do to get myself out of that position Right. And then also what I do, because they kind of happen in different ways at different times, you know, over time. Right. Um, and what I do to make sure that the same thing doesn't keep happening over and over. Now, obviously, you know, it's not a hundred percent perfect. Different challenges can always, you know, rear their face one way or another. However, um, you know, the last thing that we want to do um, as a type two diabetic is obviously play a broken record. Right. Like that's not going to serve anybody. Right. So here goes. Um, so long story short. Let me just kind of give you a little bit of context and break this down. So I'm working a lot, doing all this, all this other stuff. Um, I'm getting very little sleep. Um, at the, for a while, I was averaging like maybe like three, four hours of sleep, maybe five. Um, and then, um, you know, just good old, you know, you got to be a responsible adult, right? So you just get up and you get after it every single day. And um, yeah, you know, as, as a if you were like not a type two diabetic, Right. You're like, all right, man, we're going, we're doing it. We're doing it, which we kind of are, you know, no big deal. Right. But at the same time as a type two diabetic, what that also means is that for a lot of us, it can spike our cortisol levels. Right. That word cortisol can mean a couple of things because it is a stress hormone. And inside of that stress hormone, what can it do to us? It can do everything from spike the blood sugar. Right. Um, so if you are a person with a Don's effect, right. Um, that obviously we all know that, yeah, man, those, those blood sugar spikes in the morning, God bless cortisol, right? At the same time, <clears throat> cortisol, because it is a stress hormone can cause fat retention, right? So we might be doing all the right things and all of a sudden we're putting on fat. And I say that because, uh, you know, yesterday I go into the office and I'm, you know, plugging away and I put on this, uh, I put on this shirt or whatever. And I look down and I'm like, yo, <laughs> my belly's coming back. I'm like, <laughs> what is this, dude? I'm like, dude, I am eating clean. I'm like, I am not eating goofy. And to be totally honest, I wish I was eating goofy. And then I step on the skin. I'll tell you why here in a second. <clears throat> I step on the scale and I'm like, 
11, 12 pounds up. I normally walk around at like 200 pounds, right? And I'm like, man, I'm eating clean. You know, I'm, I'm like, where is this coming from? And, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, the whole stress hormone thing and, and, um, you know, just kind of like going through the motions. Right. And it's funny if you're, if you feel isolated or even frustrated because I say isolated because it's not like I can walk around and tell everyone around me who doesn't have type two diabetes, who doesn't know what these stresses and these challenges are like to be like, Hey, give me your two cents. I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, well, I mean, granted, a lot of people might give you good ideas. However, it's hard when they've never done it for themselves. Right. And so I say that because, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I step on the scale and I'm like, dude, what's going on? I look down, my belly's getting bigger. Um, you know, like I said, I put on weight. I'm like, dude, why is this happening? And it reminds me of a time when um, my I was, I was stressing out, I was totally tripping out. And as goofy as it sounds, it's really this simplistic. I, it reminds me of a time when we go to my in-laws, right? And we go to my in-laws and my father-in-law is like, gas prices, gas prices, gas prices are awesome. And, you know, gas prices are going to go up and all this other stuff, right? He's just, he's one of these guys, bless his heart, where if he has something on his mind, He's going to make sure that you not only like that he expresses it, but that like you're probably going to take action. Right. And look, I'm, you know, I love this guy. Right. So my wife just kind of looks at me like, hey, you want to go get gas? Like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, normally I'm like, who cares? Um, and it's like, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm OK. Fine. You know, pops, I love you. Um, we're going to run errands anyway. And so, yeah, I'll get gas. No worries. OK. Might as well. I'm outside. Right. So I get gas. <clears throat> And he's, you know, bless his heart. He's going like circles around it and talking about it. And it's on the news and, ah, you know what I mean? And uh, he's almost at a fever pitch talking about it. And um, so I go out and I get gas. No big deal. I come back in and as I'm getting gas, I sit down in the car. I open the glove, the little uh, center console thing. And ironically, there was one of my gas receipts from like two weeks prior. Okay. Two weeks prior. You want to know what the difference was? It's three cents. It's three cents, dude. I'm like three cents from like two weeks ago. And then I did the math. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. I'm like, okay, the, um, I put in like 18 gallons. So I did the math. I'm like three times 18. That's 54 cents. I was like, yo, dude, 54 cents. And then, so I go back to the house. And then, uh, my father-in-law, you know, he's all excited. Like, yeah, you got gas. So he's like, yeah, you know, like, uh, he's like, did you get gas? I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, you know, pops. He's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, it was only like a three cent difference from like two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, what? I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, here, check out this receipt. I'm like, it's a like, you know, 54, I mean, obviously one day I didn't put as much as the other. So I think the other one was like a little bit less. So granted, it was a little bit more than 54 cents. However, if we're looking at a full tank versus a full tank and three cents, it's a 54 cent difference. Uh, or even a, a three cent difference. It's, you know, it's at 17 gallons, it's like a 50 or 20, it's 51 cent difference. And I'm thinking to myself like pops, like you can't even buy a candy bar with that anymore. Right. And you know what he does? He just shrugs his shoulders. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, Pops, dude, really, Pops, really? 
And um, yeah, man, like at the end of the day, look, man, whether it is our blood sugars, whether it's our weight, the truth of the matter is, dude, it's going to fluctuate, man. It's going to fluctuate. And instead of being crazy, getting crazy hysterical, the faster, I'm going to tell you something right now that no one's ever going to tell you. No one's probably ever going to tell you. Okay. Uh, because you're going to do all, they're probably going to tell you to do some, you know, one, two, three exercise or whatever. Okay. You want to know what you really need to do and how I actually turn all this other stuff around to like, make sure that it doesn't happen again. Embrace it. Embrace it. Yank the covers back and then hug it and hold it and be like, all right. Because normally it breaks down to one of two things. Okay. Usually number one is... Sometimes our body's just going to do goofy stuff. As a type two diabetic, um, you know, Hey, um, there are going to be times where we're going to hit these crazy streaks. I'll tell you right now, look, man, if you want to hit like the perfect blood sugar every, you know, every morning on the morning and like all this other stuff, I'll tell you right now, super, super easy. Okay. Um, super easy. Um, eat, um, eat something like a protein burger for lunch. Okay. And then for dinner, have something like salmon or a big steak. Okay. Have something fatty. So it doesn't spike your blood sugar. And then, um, on top of that, take something like, um, take something like a, um, a red, not a red, I'm sorry, a, um, a cinnamon pill, a couple of cinnamon pills, and even some apple cider vinegar pills. Um, and the next thing you know, you're driving your blood sugar all the time and do that for 90 days straight. Okay. You eat like a machine. Next thing you know, your blood sugars come out almost like a machine, like so simple. And then go for a walk in the morning. Okay. Um, that'll help you drive your averages down. And then obviously if you want to add everything from intervals, to lifting weights to swimming, whatever, it's going to make that look even better. Okay. However, let's be real here. Who's really going to eat like that every single day, every single meal for the rest of life. Some people will and high five to them. However, I'd be lying in my teeth if I ever said that I was, that was going to be me. Okay. So when we are human and when we embrace that, we're like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Um, Sometimes our body's just going to do goofy stuff like that, right? Oh, okay, cool. The reason why I say like, okay, cool, no big deal is if and when we understand that, hey, I woke up this morning and it's like 30 points higher, 50 points higher, whatever. A huge reason why I'm a huge fan of the three-step A1C shortcut is not only can like, you know, which is, you know, here's what, here's what happened or here's what I ate. Here's what happened. Here's what I'm going to do next. Even if you don't eat anything and you apply to a walk, a five, a 10, a 15, 20 minute walk, right? Or even just a Zumba class or a kickboxing class or a CrossFit, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, 10 minutes on a stationary bike, an elliptical, whatever it is. Okay. Um, you know, whatever. When we look at our numbers that way and we understand what's the correlation between our blood sugar numbers and anything from sleeping to eating to exercise, well, simple, dude, you know, um, if I wake up 30, if I, if I find out by looking at my numbers and stuff like that, that, Hey, maybe like a five or a seven minute walk has a cascading effect that helps me drive it down. If I wake up 30 minutes higher, cool. Seven minute walk. Uh, that's not complicated whatsoever. Okay. Um, and that's a huge part of the reason why I'm all about simplicity. You know what I mean? Because it kills the paranoia. 
right? It kills that paranoia that I think a lot of us have, whether it comes from failed dieting, emotional attachments with food, prior failures, whatever it is. To me, to be totally honest, it was a lot like me. It came to light to me when um, I was talking to my daughter and she was maybe like a little kid at the time. And, you know, the whole, you know, there's bed bugs or whatever, like, you know, monsters under my bed or, you know, she's scared of the dark or whatever. And you just turn the lights on. You're like, there's nothing there. You know what I mean? Um, or, you know, maybe it was, um, the noises that she heard was like the ticking of a clock or, you know, whatever. Uh, for my daughter, it was the old water heater that we needed to have replaced, you know, making goofy noises on the other side of her wall. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, that's all like, yeah, dude, it's a freaking old machine. That's all it is. Um, you know, and the faster we can identify that, it's like, oh, okay. Like, let me just embrace that and be like, okay, now what do I need to do to, you know, make peace with that? You know what I mean? Like, what do I need to do to turn the lights on with that? You know, for, for example, again, like, you know, maybe it's a quick walk. Um, maybe, maybe we're, if we're all human, maybe I ate a little, something a little goofy last night, or maybe I tried a new recipe and maybe it trickled into, and it shows itself in my my morning numbers. All right, cool. Not that it's uh, not that we're bad people. Um, we just learned something new and maybe we need to either eat that at lunch or swap it out or, you know, whatever, right? That's not complicated. It's not dramatic. The other side of that is the dramatic part and the complicated part. Um, you know, because I think that if I were to ever ignore that, or if people ever ignore that, I think that it'd be, we'd be doing a disservice to each other. Right. So the other part of that coin, when I say embrace it is, is there something emotional going on? Is there something super deep seated? And I'm not saying that because I'm like, you know, I'm the yellow Dr. Phil. No, I'm saying that because that's me, dude. Okay. I'm saying that because, you know, for me, I was a token fat kid. I was self-deprecating because, you know, um, I didn't want people, I don't want to hear fat jokes. So I would make the fat jokes before people could say them. So they couldn't say them. And then next thing you know, like that record played in my head and it made me feel and act and believe and take action and do things in a particular way where I would be all right in different times in my life. I would excel in different places. Maybe you're a, you're really good at your work. Maybe you are a parent who does really good for their kids. Maybe you're the perf, you know, you're a dad that loves his kids, or maybe you're the single mom who knows how to work the magic. And regardless of how hard you might be struggling right now, you're able to put together a meal for the people that you love, whether it's macaroni and cheese or even like a rotisserie chicken from Costco or whatever it is for you, you're able to do something extremely well in your life. Maybe you're really good at golf. I don't play golf, but whatever that is for you, maybe you're really good at computers or video games or making the world's best potato salad that just so happens to put a smile on everybody's face. Every time you're at the family reunion, whatever it is. However, because we might have a emotional attachment to something the faster that we can actually like yank the covers back and embrace that the faster we can actually make peace with that and bridge that gap for ourselves in the hopes that it doesn't happen have to happen anymore and here's what i mean by that for the longest time because i had an emotional attachment with food i no one ever told me that like my love for food could actually be like my superpower. 
And because no one ever told me I would beat myself up and I would put myself in a corner and I'd be, I'd be in these really dark emotional places and I'd look at other people crushing and I'd be like, yeah, that's you, but this is me and it's just never going to work and right, whatever it was. Until one day I got this book. Um, actually a couple of books. I actually started with, uh, you know, Tim Ferriss's four hour body, then the four hour chef and the accelerated learning and blah, 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 blah. What it really boiled down to is I ended up getting this book on asking questions, asking questions. And that was simple, asking a simple question, like, you know, like five-year-old questions, like who, what, when, where, and why, and how, you know, um, that we can literally turn the perspective and the angle on things like this. Because of the fact that I'm a foodie, because of the fact that I love food and I, to this day, happily stuff my face, okay? The question now became, what foods do I already love that allow me to stuff my face while controlling my blood sugar? And this didn't really dawn on me until... I, we went out for, you know, like a, like a father's day and, uh, you know, just like any other, you know, father's day, mother's day, Thanksgiving, whatever you go out to like a, you know, sometimes you'll go out to like a fancy restaurant or somebody makes fancy food or whatever. And the next thing you know, you know, you're eating either at the restaurant on the water or the, the brunch place or whatever. And then you're having like, you know, steak with like, you know, greens or whatever, just to realize like, man, like that's what I should have. I mean, here we are, we're dressed like we went to church. You know what I mean? Like we're going to church and then like paying anywhere from like 40, 50, 60, 80 bucks a plate to eat something, to get all, you know, and we all love it. And I should have been eating like that all the time. You know what I mean? Just to realize when I went home and I looked at like, you know, the, uh, the, the circulars, the junk mail that we get. And if you, if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the, uh, to the YouTube channel. Cause I'm literally going to show you how I save like 90 bucks in five minutes. I did it again the same week, not expecting to do so where I saved over a hundred bucks in five minutes. Okay. But anyway, when I did that, it allowed me to be that kid again. It gave me that innocence that type two diabetes took away from me because that's when I realized I was like, okay, cool. Like maybe it's not everything at a hundred percent. Maybe I love, don't get me wrong. I love ice cream and all this other stuff. However, there are all these other foods that I can easily eat that allow me to control my blood sugar. How and why? Simple. Because number one, I ask myself that question, right? So if you look at anybody and dude, that's the hugest, it's kind of funny. It's kind of a divider. If you want to see people struggle and go from diet to diet to diet, and whether they realize it or not, that when they look at the history of mankind, look at any diet, and whenever anybody makes it 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 plus years, and you ask a simple question like, how many people had to fail for that one person to make it? And do I want to do I want to bet my life on those odds? If I'm not going to take my life savings and spin it on a roulette wheel, which probably has way better odds, why would I do that with my life and the future of the people that I love? Number one. Number two, if I know that as I get older, and my health requirements change. It's called aging, right? And my body and what the requirements that it takes to keep my body happy, healthy, at the optimal level can change over time, but the rules don't change. Why would I ever set myself up for failure or put myself under a glass ceiling 
from the get-go. And when I looked at that level of second grade common sense, and I also applied it to what foods do I already love that help me spike my blood sugar, it allowed me to make peace with that irrational part of my, my, my subconscious or maybe that part of me that used to beat up on myself and that used to think that they could do it, that I couldn't do it. It made me look back and say, like, why do I have this irrational relationship with food? Oh, it's probably because I was alone growing up a lot. You know, my, my parents, they, uh, they came here, um, you know, from the Philippines. My dad came here when he was 21, uh, came here homeless, um, and then um, lived the American dream. Lived a, worked a blue-collar job his entire working career and then while he was doing so built a real estate portfolio of everything from you know multiple single family residences duplexes um you know a triplex an entire cul-de-sac he now owns you know um real estate both domestically and abroad all while working at the united states post office in huntington beach on warner as a window clerk in fact he actually started growing up he actually started as a manual mail sorter Okay, all of this stuff while doing a blue collar job. My mom is now a um, an executive for foreign trade and import export markets. So she she helps her clients, if you will, uh, companies, you know, move things around the world. She started as a receptionist. Uh, not even a receptionist, a clerk, because her, her broken English. They literally just give her things to type. Um, and I say that with you because that resides in all of us, man. Whatever that small win is, let's embrace that. Embrace that. Because it's not diabetes that defines you. It's the heart. It's the ideas in your, you know, in your, in your mind. It's the look in your eyes. It's the people that give you the look like, you know how you look into someone's eyes and it's like the window to their soul and you can tell that people love you just by like the way that they look at you or sometimes even just the tone of their voice alone that lives within you. And sometimes I even share that with folks and they're like, D I'm alone. I've shared this in like, you know, like Facebook groups and stuff like that. And they're like, you know, Davis, I'm, that sounds good and all, but I'm single. Let me share with you something. My, actually, I don't want to say her name um, respectfully, but I have a someone that's close to us who, for medical reasons, doesn't have any kids. And so they have become a pivotal person in the life of one of my kids. So... They sleep there, everything. It's family. And now they have this indelible, unbreakable bond that I'm a huge fan of. And it's full of nothing but love. And we love this person. If anything were to ever happen to that person, like the world would come crumbling down because she means that much to us. And I'll be honest in the fact that it didn't always start that way. 
When I first met this person, we used to fight. There was another gentleman that I used to work with that just his presence at work. And then when he moved, it was like half a life got sucked out of the office. Now, if you're at home alone, and if all you did was go out, whether it's on meetup.com, and you find you know people that go for a walk, people that like to cook certain food, people on a certain diet, and they all kind of get together, or even if it's a Facebook group. And if all you did was just show a little bit of love, whether, real, whether you realize it or not, like, that's you, dude. That's you. And that feeling of being alone vanishes because now you're standing in the face of truth. The feelings of being frustrated melt away. Why? Because you've embraced both sides of that coin. Not only have you embraced it, when we realize what it stems from, the difference is like pulling the weed by the roots versus snapping the first top half, you know the first top part off the t- the first the top the top half off if you will right so if i were to get in here and be like all right one two three abc like sure and then give you some you know motivational crap and then like you know find some stuff on like youtube or another podcast or a motivational tape and be like ha ha here we go change the world which we do change the world by serving one another, by addressing what's real, by getting to the bottom and the root of things in the ways that no one else will. If I were to give you something that just really just kind of like glazed over the top and did that rah-rah, sis, poom-bah, Davis, you're the next yellow Tony Robbins! The roots wouldn't come out. And what do we know about those weeds? They're going to come back. And because the root never came out, guess what has to happen before that sprout comes back in? Those roots strengthen because they're now trying to pull that much more nutrient content out of the ground to now re-sprout. So even when we take the top half off, one of the first parts to regrow and strengthen are those roots, which is why a lot of us run into that issue or some of the same issues like a broken record over and over but now that we've addressed them we're not played like fools anymore we're not playing that game anymore and for a lot of us it could be different things and the beautiful part part about that is is maybe you don't take the entire thing out maybe it's just a layer a layer at a time beautiful thing about that is is the more that we pull those layers back under all of that is the undeniable truth under all of that is the innocence under all of that is the heart and the joy and the love that we all exude when I started gaining weight and I'm now looking at things right so now that i've kind of like yanked the covers back okay so let me share with you something 
if you were in a if you were in a place where you just went totally sideways, totally sideways, okay. Number one, start with something that you already love that start that spikes your blood sugar, and don't do some weird hokey diet. Normally, what people in the diet thing here's the weird part about the diet industry. God bless the diet industry. You get burned out. You get completely burned out, and then they give you some weird motivational thing. Everything from motivation to like you know a, a mindset thing to like a to like a um, you know, to, to motivational, like, or a case study thing to, you know, someone else's success story. And at the end of the day, it was the very last step. All right. Do more of the same thing that burns you out in the first place. All right, here you go. Right. Like, Dude, what? You know what I mean? Like, no wonder why it's a broken record for so many people. Right. And I don't say that cause I'm cool. I'm saying that cause I rode that merry-go-round for like 30 years of my life before I finally snapped out of that bastard. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to say that, but yes, it snapped out of that monkey. You know what I'm saying? And, um, so yeah, you know, um, when we now yank that back and we're like, all right, let's start with something simple. Let's start with breakfast or lunch, whatever it is for you. Okay. The first meal of the day, make it something that you totally love and don't here's what's weird that people will never also tell you is don't, um, is the emotional part, embrace it, make peace with it. And don't do something that would cause you to demoralize yourself. Whenever I would do that merry-go-round thing, if you've ever, if you're anything like me, I beat up on myself, I demoralize myself and and I literally got to the point where I almost felt like it's that friend. You know, you have that friend who's in that goofy relationship and they just have these goofy, bad relationship over bad relationship. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? You keep putting yourself in that position, right? I was doing the same thing. And so when we stop and we're like, all right, dude, I don't want to do that to myself. I noticed that when I demoralize myself, it doesn't really do anything all that great. All right, cool. Let me do the exact opposite. So let me show you with you the exact opposite, what it is for me. So that if I break down these pieces that you can then use them and then, you know, apply them how they work for you. So essentially the first thing that I'll typically do is have something that I already love that doesn't spike my blood sugar, um, you know, for like usually like a late breakfast, early lunch. Normally for me, that is everything from, um, you know, like a, a protein burger, right? Um, or even like, you know, like, um, you know, like Mexican food, I'll go out, you know, get a bunch of these street tacos, just, you know, toss the, uh, you know, toss the, uh, toss the tortilla or whatever, get down on the clean proteins. Look, man, eating burgers and tacos and Mexican food. And there's a handful of different, you know, um, um, things that I use. Um, sure. You know, that's not hard at all. Okay. Number one, number two, instead of beating up on myself. Okay. I take a nap. Okay. I make sure that my body and the reason why, obviously, whenever you change up your eating styles and stuff like that, your body's going to want to change. So one of the things that you obviously want to do is to, instead of beating up on yourself, make sure that your body's well rested. Why? Whether it be that day or the next day, you now have that much more fuel to get out. If you do want to exercise or your body is now not only well rested, it's easier to adjust because when it's well rested, it's harder for, or it can be harder sometimes for those cortisol levels to spike. Okay. Super, super simple. And then on top of that, I usually just make sure that I'm well hydrated. Okay. Drink a little bit of water. So take a nap, eat a cheeseburger, drink a little water, not hard. Right. And the next thing you know, before you know it, but by the time it's like lunchtime or by the time it's dinner time, because you made it so back so easy to get right back on that horse. Well, guess what? You've got all that momentum now, just like that. Three simple steps. Right. 
Um, and then again, for you, find out what works for you. But give yourself three things that bring the bar so low that it almost makes you position yourself and ask yourself, like, dude, who can't do this? I got to be stupid if I don't do this. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dude. Like, Davis, you don't want to eat a cheeseburger? Really? Really? Davis, you don't want to have a glass of water? For real? Like, come on, dude. Really? Come on, dude. You know what I mean? And literally put yourself in a place where you can laugh at it. Um, that way you can, you know, you can take off that part, that pressure, if you will. Um, cause you know, understand man, like, um, you know, this is a, this is a journey, right? This isn't some, you know, 20 second sprint, you know, a huge part of the reason, if I could be real, real honest with you, a huge part of the thing that what I found in the simplicity that I found as far as, you know, like the four pillars, this three step A1C shortcut and all these different things is that. It actually empowered me in ways that no other diet ever would or lifestyle change ever would in that it allowed me to make things so simple and like kindergarten, black and white, straightforward, that whatever deep-seated thing that I did have going on that caused me to do all kinds of self-sabotaging in the future, it allowed me to just make peace with that too. That's what it, like, dude, that's what it really, really did. Um, if you're an A-type personality where like, you know what, I just... You know, I've got like perfect credit, pay all my bills on time or or I'm, you know, working professional athlete, whatever. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. The first half, three, three step A1C shortcut, four pillars, done. Okay. Like that's all they need. If, if you're anything like me, where I, you had an emotional, irrational relationship with food that you failed diet after diet after diet, that you failed, you know, um, yourself over and over and over and over in various ways, or even the people that you love in countless ways well now you have the tool sets to attack both sides so anyways i absolutely hope that that serves you well because the faster that you can attack both sides right and understand that you're not alone understand that it doesn't have to be that way and understand that hey sure of the challenges that we do face some of them we are going to yank right out from the from the base of the roots and some of them are going to take just a little bit of time right we all have different you know different tolerances different things sometimes it's just like peeling back the layers of the onion right and the beautiful thing about that is that we can all do it and take it at our own pace in the way that's most supportive for us because life my beloved friend is a journey in a marathon, not a 20 second sprint. I love you, homie. I love you. I hope this absolutely uh, serves you well. Uh, and yeah, let's dance. I'll see you in the next one. What I really want to do, I think either for the next one, or the one after um, is actually have the one that I did with Belinda Fetke. I'm really trying to um, Belinda, if you don't know, um, wife of Gary Fetke, feel free to look them up. Um, love, um, you know, their work. Um, I'm really just need, I need to get in there and kind of like try to salvage some of the audio because like I said, man, like my audio took a crap in the middle of it. Um, and so, um, what I also want to do is not only salvage the audio, um, or everything that I can in the same breath. What I also want to do is reach out to her and give her a really cool cover, um, some really cool cover artwork on that. Cause, um, yeah, she provided so much value and I just want to make sure that I do my best, uh, to present and share it with the world. So my heart's with you. Have an awesome day. Go out and crush. Peace.